Welcome back to the Blackcast, the ones and zeros of all thing metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. And today we're going to be talking about two uh, fairly different bands. Uh, one's been, at least in my circle, all over the place with memes and whatnot. And the other one is from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, the first band we're talking about is Hollow Front from Grand Rapids. And then we're also going to be talking about Lorna Shore, who has been blowing up with memes and whatnot. But we will discuss that in a little bit, starting out with Hollow Front, uh, it's Loose Threads, correct? Yep, from awesome. 2020. Yeah, so we're a little late, but that's okay. This is a, a new... They're new for me. It's new for me as well, so something fun that we both found, or I think you found and said it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about the album? I really liked it. Um, they're... They have a uh, a really wide diversity of songwriting ability. Sorry if I was you hear my I'm like scratching my beard right into the mic. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> um, I I really liked it. Um, every time I went back and listened, there were little subtleties that I'd catch. You know, there they would throw in a, you know uh like different instruments, piano, some strings. Not for every track, but you know, other ambient noises to fill in the gaps. Um, not every, not every song had singing in it, which I appreciated. Um, kind of like we were talking about earlier, uh, you know, episode three with our hollow, our home. Um, we, we really liked their song children of Manus and that didn't have any singing in it. And a couple of the song and we, and we both agreed that, that would be, it would have benefited them to put more songs on the album that didn't have any singing and just all screaming. And uh, there were a couple on here uh, that didn't have any singing. And I, I think that was uh, a good choice by them because it just kind of, they didn't fall into into too much of a pattern. Uh, their songs, um, uh, Hollow Front... No, I'm back on Hollow Front now. Uh, <laughs> like their their songs uh, had similar, somewhat similar structures, but not every song was like a copy and paste. They they uh, they changed it up a lot. And out of the eleven songs, I had six favorites. Oh, dang! And even though even the ones that I that weren't favorites. Uh, I still liked to to listen to you know in between, um, but uh, yeah. So I, I I just first impressions. I, I I really enjoyed it. How about you? Uh, yeah. I would say I enjoyed it. The when I first put it on, and I don't think I really listened to it all. Like I didn't listen listen to it the first time I played through it. I was driving on my way into work. Uh, and sometimes I pay attention to the song. Other times I just, it's background noise. And I think the first time through was kind of background. But then when I sat down and listened to it, I got a little scared uh, with the first <laughs> two or three songs because it almost sounded, I was like, oh great. this They have this typical metalcore sound. Uh, it didn't seem very imaginative. It felt not cut and paste, but just uh, like they had a formula and they were kind mm-hmm. of sticking to that formula because there was a lot of riffs that 
are typical in the metalcore scene. Mm-hmm. And I got scared. I was like, oh boy, it's like, you know, just another, like just another band. Yeah. And I, I got a little sad and then Vagabond came on and oh, I love Vagabond. it. It sounded like an industrial metal song. And I was like, oh yeah, like I can get behind some industrial metal with just the, the sounds that they had. It, I wouldn't consider it industrial metal, but like the, a new metal, I put new metal. Yeah. Kind of like a new metal, um, maybe slightly experimental metal just with like the sound effects that they had in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was very, it's, it sounded like a steel mill to me almost like it's just the very beginning of the song, mm-hmm. which it, it got away. It, I wouldn't say that was the first song that got away from that metalcore, like typical metalcore algorithm, but it was, I think the biggest, the first one that really, really stuck out to me compared to all the other ones. I enjoyed the other songs, but I, I was kind of hoping to find something new, something fresh and Vagabond, I think delivered that at first or at least opened up my eyes like, okay. And then when I went back and I listened to some of the previous songs before that, I found there was some, some differences and they did spice it up a little bit, which it made it more enjoyable after I kind of opened up and got past the, you know, snooty, like, <laughs> I know everything attitude, which I don't, <laughs> but it, I, I, I think Vagabond opened up my eyes to what this album had to offer and I enjoyed it much more after that. Yeah, I think, I think in my opinion, Vagabond was the, was the first one that, that broke that kind of chopped the album up into 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 different pieces because mm-hmm. I love that whatever it is like I think it's I think they do something with the guitar where it goes like like whatever mm-hmm. kind of a sound effect that was um that's what really caught my eye it's 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 one of the ones I think even in my first listen through that I that I latched onto immediately and could remember that that one sticking out more than others. Um, you know, I love a that that type of new metal sound. Yeah. Um, it, it that that it just that type of style just speaks to me, and this is one of the ones that stuck out one of my favorites for number one, but number two, one of the ones that stuck out that, that showcased hollow fronts, different writing diversity. Uh, Cause like you said, at, at first glance, they are, they seem like a typical, you know, metalcore post hardcore sing scream verse chorus type of thing but then when you really pay attention it, upon further listenings they still follow that mold but they are different enough to not be forgettable yeah i like that yeah but number number track two nameless i thought was kind of forgettable but i i appreciated that they didn't have singing like you <laughs> it's funny because you said the first you're like oh i listened to the first three tracks and i was getting a little nervous and like two two out of those three were actually my two of my f- favorites 
yeah. afflicted and loose threads. Okay. Um, afflicted with just a great opener, my opinion, and great melody. And it's like some of these songs sounded familiar but new at the same time. Just kind of, uh, you know, like approachable to listen to and, you know, uh, fresh but familiar to me. Yeah, uh, there was... I. I enjoyed like after it was again on site. Let's do it again. I enjoyed Afflicted. There was one line that really kind of stuck out. And oh, okay, so I think it's in the chorus. They, though, I mean, the whole chorus is excellent. Where there's it goes, take me away from all my suffering. Please bury me with all of my misery until I feel the rain. It helps me wash away the, helps me wash this pain away. I taste the poison every day. And the way that they sang, I taste the poison every day. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to sing because I can't. <laughs> but uh, I would definitely listen to the song and just look out for those lyrics because just the way they said it, it, it was elegant and decadent. And it was just, I, I don't know how, how else to say it. It was just a, I, that was the part of the song that stuck out the most to me. And I, and it kind of, like I said, after my second listen through, I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's something new. Just the, the way they articulated their, their voices. It, it was enjoyable for me. Yeah. They can, they, they know how to land a, the end of a phrase really well Mm -hmm. and nail it down. Like, like you said, uh, yeah, like when when they're when they're singing, the way that they say a phrase or a, or a word, like the very first time I I turned the album on and Afflicted came on, you can kind of predict you can kind of predict where a melody might go, mm-hmm. uh, and this comes back to the like familiar fam, familiar familiarity. <laughs> I can't say that word. Uh, when they were singing and I'm like, Oh, they are probably going to hit this note next. And they, you know, they like, they cadenced onto that mm-hmm. note and it, and it just felt satisfying. Like, yeah. All right. They didn't try to, they didn't try to go for the shock value of going to a different note and, and just like leaving you unsatisfied. It was very, this song I think was probably the most satisfying melodically in terms of singing um because they followed like a a typical or traditional way of uh you know ending on an on on like a note a certain note in the key that they're playing in and which which is very uh which is easy to latch on to and i think it makes sense because i think this Afflicted was the number one played song on their album. Yeah, it has like four million plays. Yeah. So uh well deserved. Yeah, it's good. What was uh, one of the other ones out of your six? Uh then out of my six, yeah. Six out of five. Uh or six six out of eleven. Um loose threads. 
the title track for yeah. track three. That was pretty good. Um, I really like the soft singing mm-hmm. in the beginning. Um, you know, their songs don't, don't, they don't feel obligated to always belt out a note and not afraid to slow it down a little bit and, uh, take time to really, you know, explore a, a, a new melody and, and a different way of presenting a song. Yeah, they just, uh, at least with that song, I think they do a really good job of just letting you experience it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not very showy, I, I said, like not not as a bad way, but it, it doesn't have, like you said, big, like epic notes or they're not belting stuff out. It's just a nice uh, kind of, you kind of melt away to it. it you're just experiencing the song and... Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. I wouldn't, it was one of my favorites, but I, I like how they have the ability to allow you to experience the song and slow things down. But at the same time, on other songs, they aren't afraid to just hit you in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to that uh, songwriting diversity that they have. It, 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 it really showcases, it's almost like every other like every, every song has something slightly different about it mm-hmm. that makes it, that makes each one stand out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Did you have any, were any of the ones we've done so far, any of your favorites? Or? Other, other than Vagabond, uh, now that we haven't talked about any of the other ones, uh, with Vagabond though, I liked how they put in two different types of crunch is the way I, I described it at around the 50 second mark and I, I've only caught it once. I don't, and I, so it was cool cause they didn't reuse the sound in the song. It was kind of this, uh, this mid crunch where it's like, and then right after that, it's just like, just like these low kind of crunchy notes. Uh, and then they didn't, I don't think they used, they used the, the mid crunch, throughout the song but they didn't go back to that like super low open uh like crunchy notes so you're talking about are you talking about the tone or or the like the rhythm the the tone the tone of the guitar. yeah it's there the two different guitars i think uh one had a, a higher mid gain and the other one was more low and just the way they played the 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 notes that they were playing uh, one sounded more of that mid crunch mm-hmm. and then the other one had that like just low kind of slappy it was still crunchy like the way that they it wasn't smooth or warm or rounded at all it was very it was still very crunchy sharp edges but it was l- lower on the spectrum so it's cool yeah um, I I like when I like when bands will play two different things uh, or or at least change the tonal char- characteristics of their thing to kind of have that contrast. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, uh, what, uh, it's uh, Dance Gavin Dance, for example. 
they don't always do this, but kind of early some some of their some of their songs though though it's almost like they're like both guitarists they're like not even playing the same song it's obviously in the <laughs> same key but but like one guy is kind of like holding a chord and then he'll do some like whittly diddly and then the other guitar will just be doing whittly diddly the whole time and my brain doesn't work that way but it intrigues me to want to try to write a song like that <laughs> where it's so different on each guitar channel and then eventually they both line up and they like they hit the same chord and it and it just hits hits you hard you know and yeah. that i've been wanting to open up my eyes to, or or to to like experiment a little bit with like different ways of songwriting now that i got my eight string guitar but i don't have it with me at the moment cuz it's getting a setup but uh i've been wanting to try to break my mold of the typical way that I'm I'm writing songs and all these new artists that we've been doing lately for me is really like opening my eyes to and just trying to like study how each band approaches songwriting and where they put their you know their snare hits and their do they change the guitar tone do they change key during the song you know I'm trying to study everything too to try to influence me on how I can think of things differently. And I think Vagabond does a great job of switching it up on this album and, and, and showcase them trying new things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and since this is a new band for us, I don't know how often they do that. So this is like the first album that I've listened to by them. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I don't have anything older of theirs to compare it to whether they, this is like typical for them to, to, you know, change their albums up like this, or if this is like a new thing for them, I'm just not sure, but pleasantly surprised because I would come across their band every once in a while on Facebook and, you know, ads and stuff, but never really clicked on them for some reason, but I'm glad that you brought it up and wanted to do this one did i bring it up i don't remember time yeah. just kind of fades together <laughs> yeah you 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 uh you mentioned it oh cool well <laughs> there it goes well uh, done. uh one more thing about vagabond about two th- two thirds of the way and this kind of goes with your their experimental writing style and kind of keep you guessing a little bit where they do about two thirds of the way through the song, they do a tempo change and it slows it down. And mm. usually when they slow something down, if it's in this genre, uh, so I'm, I'm saying this more as they're switching up their writing style for the metal core, post hardcore genre. Usually when you do a tempo change, they'll usually then pause all sound and then they go right back and then just hit hard and then go right back into their the normal tempo of the beginning of the song typically is what the metalcore genre tends to do mm-hmm. they went almost for a i would say deathcore style uh tempo change where they slowed it down and then they slowed it down again. So you're getting like a chugga da 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 chugga da chugga da da. And then it goes chugga dun 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 dun. And it, it like slows it down even more. And you're just like, oh. And I don't know what it is. Whenever you take something, slow it down. And then you slow it down one more time, like 
it 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 feels so good you know just it, opens up a black hole yeah it's just like it sucks you in oh. and you're like okay okay i see I what rip, you're doing i rip in the f- the f- fabric of reality yeah it's like put- oh my god no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so that that was just one other thing i, I wanted to say about vagabond uh, one of my other favorites was uh wishful thinking okay and i i like it because to me it sounded different from all the other songs uh, mm-hmm. the rhythm and this kind of had that the rhythm guitarist was very chuggy it kind of going back to what you're saying about dance give a dance except for one person wasn't being wittily diddly and then chugging and wittily diddly there was just one person just like chugging by the sounds of it but in the background you had the lead guitarist who was all over the place he was just being wittily diddly uh, taking the guitar out for a walk you know those Doing, like sour, those sour notes that you're kind of like tremolo picking, like da, like that alarm clock. Yeah, there was that, and then he's just like walking the guitar, like his fingers are just kind of doing, I would say almost scales, uh, and and whatnot. So, I that's mainly all I liked about it. It <laughs> it, it was just different enough to where I enjoyed it and thought that it needed to be talked about. <laughs> I don't really have anything um, else more to say but yeah uh the one thing that one thing i did really like about that song is like right about right around the two minute mark that those like fast um they're almost like fast like rappy vocals and it's not and it kind of they he kind of hits it on the the offbeat like you know Mm -hmm. uh and it and like kind of does this f- like real like right before he ends the phrase like a fast like like a fast vocal type thing you know because like a lot of screaming um is very like I don't know if slow is the right word but they draw it out yeah they draw it out yeah yeah. yeah. And this one, it, it is very it, it, like almost trying to rush to get to the end of the end of the phrase, and that 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 part mm-hmm. of wishful thinking stuck out to me the most. Yeah, and he just like hits it just right. Like mm-hmm. you don't know if he's gonna make it in time, and or with breath or whatnot, and it just it hits just right, and you're like, ooh, yeah, he made it, awesome, <laughs> and it, it just sounds right. I I know. Uh, like a few motionless and white songs will do that too, where he'll go off and just out of left field, just start saying stuff really fast. And you're like, Oh boy, where's this going? Cause you know, you're thinking in your head how the chorus should go. And you're like, he's going to miss like the big note. And like, he gets whatever statement he was trying to say, he gets it in there just in time. And you're like, Ooh, and whatever, I don't know. I like that frantic esque style of style of singing. I know we've, we've talked about it sometimes and, uh, from my memory, I thought you, you weren't a big fan of like people just smashing words together. No, there, there's a, there's a place for it. Like, like it depends on what the band is because like, I, I think that's why I like Frontierer and number 12 looks Mm -hmm. like you so much is because their style of music is frantic just naturally Mm -hmm. whereas like remember when we when we talked about our hollow our home 
And um, one of the songs, it felt like the beat was off. Like they, they tried to fit too many words in like right before the chorus hit. That was different because you could tell, at least from my ears, you can tell that they're not trying to be frantic. It's, it's like they, it's like that song, like they were just off beat or something like that. Whereas okay. like Frontier is just like a wall of sound and the singer knows the lyrics and knows, okay, here's where I have to end. And I'm just going to, I'm just kind of, I'm just going to try to like free form it. Cause you can, you can hear it. You can like hear it in, in some songs where they're trying, they like, they're anticipating when the guitar is going to come in and that's just, or, or whatever, like the end of the phrase or like the beginning of the next section of the song. Like you can tell that they, they're not quite, they know it's coming, but it's not so like planned out. And I, I like it more when just by nature, there's those songs are like that. Uh, like for example, you know, like Lorna, um, like for Lorna Shore, like all their, all their songs on this EP are almost like six minutes long. Mm-hmm. And typically, you know, let's say like if like Hollow Front had a song, all their songs were like six minutes. It's like, eh, they're not really the type of band that plays like six minute songs, but with Lorna Shore and that genre, that's just kind of part of the culture and, okay. and their songs don't feel awkward being that long. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it it's I think it's really dependent upon what the style of music is and what the band is going for. Whereas like if Hollow Front tried to do some type of thing like that with their say with their instrumentals, but they were doing something like Frontier did where they're all crazy. I think that would just feel off. So it's I think everybody has to be on the same page. And in this in, and in these situations, like those the part the parts that you were talking about, uh for hollow front. I think, I think everything that, or maybe it was, I think it was me that brought it up, but, uh, they, uh, I, they, you know, they pulled it off well and it didn't, it didn't feel awkward at all. Like some, some bands might make it feel. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I always enjoy that frantic singing, screaming. It's because when it's done right, it's done right. And it sounds great. Uh, yeah. And, it, and and another thing why I like that so much, it is because when you say like, you know, one of my other favorite bands is the fall of Troy and they're not really the type of, well, their older stuff that I like a lot is not very, you know, to a metronome and it, it's, at sometimes it is, but it's very, you know, guys in this, in the same room kind of paying attention to each other you know, and, um, I, that's the type of stuff that kind of makes me go back and, and study and listen to how they're working together as a group, uh, because it is so unusual on, on average, it's so unusual to have that style where it's not so robotic. Yeah. Which, yeah, it just that's that that type of thing is just really attractive to me when I can listening. Dig it. Yeah, I can dig it. What was uh, what was one of the other favorites? Uh, panic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part is that guitar line. Uh, that tremolo guitar line, da, 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 like that that in the background there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if this one had singing, but yeah, that yes. that one just stuck out to me. There's a couple. They they have a. I, I I like their little like. I don't even know if I would call them melodies, but they're just like serendipity was my was another one. So like my last three are panic, ghosted, and serendipity. Okay. Uh, serendipity is probably my favorite track on the album because like that that like melody that like bell do 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 mm-hmm. thing that they do like they 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 excel at that type of thing, but it not but not every song has a melody thing like that, so they they know when to put it in there and when it fits. Um, and serendipity gives me like nostalgic feels along with panic one of the like 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 i mentioned earlier it's like the band is familiar but new enough to be fresh and it's 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 like almost like you've heard something like that before but but it just feels satisfying to to hear that those types of things yeah yeah i i enjoyed panic i didn't really write anything down for it i just know that i it was it was enjoyable. I like the the slow breakdown at the end. It's pretty epic. Uh, I'd say one of my other favorites uh, was Falling Apart. I I love how slow the intro is. It's just like this super slow intro. Piano, right? Yes, piano. And then just heavy screams with powerful clean vocals. They... And I, I love it when you can slow down the music and then still scream your head off and it sounds amazing. I, I enjoy that sound. Almost every song that I've found that has that style, I love it. Like I couldn't name a song that isn't written with that slow, uh, not classical, but with like the piano and just like a slow guitar and it's heavy. Like the guitars are distorted and, uh, sometimes, you know, they're doing, they might do like not a super fast, like melodic picking, but it's something kind of up tempo a little bit, but just the overall feel of the song is just slow. And then they start screaming on top of it. So the music's just like making you melt and making you meld and then they come in with this like screaming and you're just like oh and it gets you amped up but it keeps you at like a certain level of amped because you're not getting overly amped with like the guitars and the fat like just it being fast you're you're enjoy you're able to enjoy it more i think just by Mm -hmm. experiencing it kind of like what uh uh Loose Threads, I think is what we talked about. Just kind of experiencing the song, slowing mm-hmm. it down, not being afraid to slow it down, but also being able to still scream the way you want to scream. Kind of like a, uh, In Fear and Faith did uh, Symphonies EP, right. and they took all of their songs and they recorded it with a symphony, and they were still screaming. It wasn't as much screaming, but they were still screaming, and I, that's one of my favorite albums uh by them just because it's so different just 
being able to slow down the music with classical-esque uh, music, but then just still scream and uh, do some sc- singing. And I don't know, I, I enjoy that style of songwriting a lot. Yeah, Falling Apart is a great example of a song still being able to be intense, but uh, or, or a song doesn't always have to be fast to, to be intense. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it for like my favorites. It, uh, I enjoyed the album after I got past, after I listened to Vagabond, like really listened to it. And I was like, okay, well maybe these guys aren't just your typical metal core band and I went back and listened to it and I saw oh hey okay yeah this is different you know this is interesting and I was able to pick out what made them different or what made them stand out against you know all the other hundreds of metalcore bands Uh, I really enjoyed the album after that yeah um my yeah my uh That, yeah, that I've had that experience as well with some of the albums is that I try not to judge the album too quickly on the first listen through, mm-hmm. especially like with uh, Polaris. I think I ended up giving it like an eight out of yeah. ten. Um, and, I, and and for that one, I was and at the beginning, I was like, I they couldn't they couldn't uh, pick out what kind of band they wanted to be too. You know, all the songs are too different and. And, uh, and then I ended up going back and like, oh, okay, that, you know, I think I'm too judgmental on music at first sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I think it might just be natural for anyone to do really. Cause you're like so used to all the music you listen to and you try to get into a new band that you've never heard of and listen to and like, oh, this sounds like all the other stuff that I listen to. Like, why would I pick these guys? But you know, every, every band has their different flavors to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what flavor are these guys, Jeff? What, fla- <laughs> what flavor? What flavor? Uh, blackberry, <laughs> blackberry ice cream. Oh, man. I've nice. never had blackberry ice cream, but that nice. just sounds good. That I've does, had- that does sound good. I would have, I would have gone with like a, uh, pecan praline. Okay. Like they're, right. cr- they're crunchy smooth and sweet uh, a little bit salty i like it what's praline uh ooh, i don't know i just know that it's a thing <laughs> okay i just know that like pecan praline is a flavor of ice cream and uh i think it's the sauce it's like a caramely sauce i think i don't know but i know that i know the flavor of it and i think that's hollow front <laughs> okay i i i recently went out to eat with my family and they didn't have raspberry lemonade. So they offered me blackberry lemonade and it was delicious. And that's kind of giving me the vibes of what this album is. It's like kind of blackberry to me. Sweet. Yeah. The blackberry raspberry or blackberry lemonade sounds delicious. It was heavenly. It, it sounds a slightly more tart, than raspberry ice cream or not. I, I don't know why we're, I feel like we're talking about ice cream, but, uh, <laughs> lemonade. Is there lemonade. Is there lemonade ice cream? Oh, I'm sure there is. There's lemonade cookies. Which are good. 
Mm-hmm. Lemon, lemon, like lemon Oreos. Those are really good. Yeah. Oh man, you're getting me hungry. All right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I got vanilla oh. Oreos next to me. Oh, hot damn. <laughs> what would you, what would you rate this album? Loose Threads by Hollow Front. Um, Remember, they are from Grand Rapids, Michigan, so they could probably find us. I'm oh, easily. <laughs> Ease off. I'm going to have to boost them up a little bit. No. <laughs> uh, I think I like an eight and a half. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I'm right there with you. I At first, I was thinking uh, like a seven. Like I enjoyed it, but I just, I felt like it was the same as always. But uh, once I picked out the differences and saw what they had going on and the actual extent of their repertoire, uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot more. So I'd say like eight and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, my score was going to be like a seven and a half today. And then, and then at the last minute when I was listening to it for like the last time, I added another favorite on, onto my list ghosted. Mm-hmm. And it almost sounded like an eight string or it was like a really down tuned seven string. Maybe Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of the reflections EP that we did a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, because this one, this one was one of those different ones too. Cause they did, it wasn't like, it wasn't chuggy. It was very like, they liked to hold those open, uh, those open notes, like the seventh string or the eighth string, whatever it was, and kind of bend it, you know, mm-hmm. and that one, and this one was another one that was very, very unique on the album. Uh, no other songs had this type of uh, structure to it. And it was like, like a slow, like a slow uh, open note bendy type of, I, I, fe- I felt like this one was the heaviest, song on the album because there, there there wasn't any singing and it was all like type of mm-hmm. vocals and uh so i probably would have given the album like a seven and a half or an eight and then when i went back and listened to ghosted uh it, it bumped up my score a little bit yeah so it's no. it's got to be it's got to be a high up score if if i like if I have like six favorites out of the 11. Yeah, it's over half the album, Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should, put oh, a, I like, should put a limit I like, on it. A, a what? <laughs> should, we should start putting a limit on this. You're only allowed to like three songs. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I hate yeah. <laughs> you have to like three. Yep. All, All right. right, so should we move on to Lorna Shore now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Lorna Shore and I Return to Nothingness mm. EP 2021 has the community going nuts, at least from my perspective, right? Oh. Am I accurate? Uh, 100%. Uh, this... These guys, uh, I I liked Lorna Shore from. There's a big gap of when I list uh, when I didn't listen to them. Like I really liked their album Psalms. I think was from 2015 with Tom Barber. Yeah, um, a lot of favorite tracks on there, and it's and and I'm and I was surprised because like this style of metal is not something that I typically like norm like listen to on a regular basis, 
And uh, that album I, I've listened to a lot. And then this is like the first release since then that I've really paid attention to by them. Uh, and man, what a what a powerhouse of an EP this is. Especially to the Hellfire. Let's just let's just talk about the end. <laughs> the ending of that song is nuts. If if anyone hasn't heard the last minute of To the Hellfire yet, that's what has got the metal metal community just going crazy right now because mm-hmm. I I wasn't aware of Will Ramos as a vocalist before this band. I know that he did like a lot of YouTube stuff. Like I know he would do like a lot of covers, but any of the bands that he was a part of, I am not familiar with, but now I want to go back and, and listen to him. He just almost inhuman sounds at times when he does that snarl. You want to know what a slaughterhouse sounds like? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like he listened to like pigs getting slaughtered to for hours and just like, mimicked that sound it's brutal i not saying it's a bad thing i i love it it's great he does a really good job it's kind of like uh how corn has their like little rappy like nonsensical things that they say it's i think it's his sound it's his that's his thing no one's going to be able to duplicate that no and even if they did they were like oh you're copying will ramos uh-huh. from yep. norna shore that's like that's that is their like if anyone tries that now, they're going to get shamed for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I, I, I was watching, it made me want to watch some interviews with Lorna Shore. And uh, I came across one with Will Ramos. And obviously the, the interviewer had to ask him about it and bring it up. And that was the first take. Um, oh, shit. He asked him and he goes, yeah, we knew, we didn't know what we wanted there. We knew that I was going to make some kind of inhuman, you know, just demonic devil sound. And when it came in, he just like let loose and they're like, yep, that was, that was it. We're just going to keep it. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. One, one take, one try that that was it. Didn't just did it on the spot and, and knew what he was doing at that moment. That's, and yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I that's also some of the fastest double bass kicks I've ever heard. Yeah, it's oh, like man. I I don't even, I can't even re- replicate it with my tongue. Like it's just like it's faster than <laughs> it's so fast. It almost sounds like uh, I don't I can't. It's almost like one note, but like it's just different enough to where you can hear each kick. It's crazy fast. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these I, guys are phenomenal musicians. Man. Oh yeah. Oh my God. And then the way Will, not just like with his pig squeal demonic, whatever he did at the end of that. Uh, he does these amazing, like super high nasally screams. And then he'll just like take a deep breath and then just belt out these super lows. And to have that range of uh scream takes a lot of skill. Cause it just, uh, usually know, it's like one or the other. Yeah. Usually you can go mid to low or high to mid it to go from that high to that low all in the same, like just like arc that they do or the like same line of uh verse or whatever. 
it takes a lot of skill and it's I'm blown away by it. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like, it's like humans can only see like the visible light spectrum. It's like, he's exceeding the equivalent of the visible like spectrum, light spectrum with his, with his voice. Like he's going into x-ray, yeah. <laughs> x-ray territory. Um, That's pretty great. I, yeah, I have a friend. Uh, I don't know if I talked to you about this. I definitely had to ask her about it because I didn't want to like say this on the podcast without her permission. But okay. she, I'm in a group chat with her and some of her friends and she texted the group chat saying, I would let Will Ramos spit in my mouth any day of the week like oh like my that's god <laughs> like, oh my god but like i you know i can't fight it like dude it's he's so gnarly and it's just so Jeez. it's so dirty i love it <laughs> so she's got a thing for metal vocalists oh yeah it's it's pretty great <laughs> wow i was that i was not expecting that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay so i didn't talk to you about it <laughs> no, you didn't. Nope. That this is the first time I'm hearing that. That's, yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's. I, I just I found that funny. <laughs> I laughed because uh, like we'll we'll say shit like that to each other all the time of like just mm-hmm. stuff to like kind of. Uh, you wonder so how would, you wonder how my mind works when I say like oh you know it's like when I was talking about Darko and you know it's like falling off your bike and that picking gravel out of your knees you know, she's kind of on that same wavelength where we'll just say shit like that. And <laughs> so like she the she, one that you showed, is that the, is it the one that you sent or she was listening to Darko that you sent to her or is that someone else? Uh, I think you like pre- prepare, you, you told her like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah prepare, that was, that was somebody else. Or something. <laughs> yeah. No, she, that was, that was someone who listened to the podcast and then, uh, text me. She's like, I don't know how I've never heard of these guys before. Uh, you know, they're brutal. And I said, yeah, how's your knee feeling? And she's like, what knee? I can't, like, there is no more. Knee. No, there's no knee. I got cut off at the knees. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so who would you let spit in your mouth, Matt? Who would I? Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I let anybody actually spit in my mouth. No, you know, you wouldn't let anybody baby, baby bird you. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> back to the music. Back to yeah. There, there one interesting thing about Lorna Shore's bio because I like to go look it up and whatnot. I sent you a picture of this. They oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. a fr- there's a sentence in there. It says rising. Uh, they're talking about uh, like COVID and uh, how they had to kind of come back or you know with being kind of shut down what they did during that time period uh says these new jersey born extremists are back with their new frontman will ramos rising from the ask isks asks there we go from, from yeah from the asks like a phoenix and i read that and was like how has nobody noticed this because i don't i've never heard of a phoenix coming from an asks from an asks <laughs> Like, I've never heard of a phoenix coming from a question or even ask a question. So, uh, I'll, well, I'll take a screenshot and post it up on our on our Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. And yeah, maybe maybe they'll change it. Maybe not. Maybe they know it's there. And or we've just discovered something. Who knows? But first ones to discover mistake. It's like it's like 
discovering like a movie mistake, like, like, Oh, like I, I catch it all the time. Uh-huh. I catch stuff all the time in movies where I can tell that a, a line of a movie was like overdubbed or replaced. Okay. And, yeah. and I'll rewind it. And like, sh- like if I'm watching with my family, I'll show, I'll show them. Yeah. Like, look, their mouth doesn't line up or you can tell that they weren't saying like their faces away from the camera, having a conversation with someone, but they add a line in or like, I always mm-hmm. watch their mouth and it's like moving differently than what's being said on screen. And I, I, I like, I like finding little Easter eggs like that. Yeah. I can't, I can't help, but not to. <laughs> yeah. So that, I just, I found that interesting. I was just like, what's it, how does the Phoenix come from and ask asks <laughs> or what is the Phoenix asking? That's what I want to know. The ask hole. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess one other thing before we start talking about our favorites is Jeff, you have a very opinionated view on solos and every single song in this album has a solo. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is it too many I, solos? No, <laughs> I, I I don't think so because um, like, like, like we were talking about earlier with the, you know, the, uh, it's not that I hate guitar solos. I just like to have them with intent and these guys mm-hmm. definitely do it with intent. And I mean, they're, they're fast players and they do like a, you know, the sweepy type thing. And, but this genre, like I was talking about, you know, it has to be appropriate for the genre. Like if, if hollow front had pulled off, tried to pull off any of these guitar solos in their music, I feel like they're just not the type of band that does that. Whereas Lorna Shore and this style of metal, it's, it's kind of just integral to the sound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the songs, like I, like I said earlier, were, you know, six minutes long, but they don't feel that long. Maybe, maybe because it's just a three track EP and, you know, just overall the release is not, it's like almost 20 minutes long. So it's not that uh, long to listen to, but I think it's just very dependent on what the metal, oops, what the style of metal that is being played and what their intent is. And, uh, it's just part of the, it's just part of that, that their sound. And so I, I didn't mind at all these, these types of guitar solos and, and having one in every single song because it just fit. Yeah. You just brought it up one time. So I like to bring it up every time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's fine. Oh, you can you call yeah, me out. I'll be call like, out. so how yeah. do you think about these solos? What about yeah. this one? How about that? Hey, yeah. Do it, do it every time because I will probably have an opinion on every on, single one on it. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. So whether, whether I bring it up or not, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think that the songs needed them. Yeah. And going back to this whole food thing that we've apparently have had this uh, this podcast, it adds a freshness. It's like eating a cheeseburger with no pickles. You need that acidic pickle to cut through all of that fat and cheese and bread. Gotta have pickles. It's Listen, <laughs> if you eat a cheeseburger with no pickles, that's not a cheeseburger. Right. So you, you need that bit of freshness, that bit of vinegar, or else all you're getting is just one note. And that's what happened with this band, I feel like. If they didn't have the solos that were a little bit, I guess, lighter per se, they're up on the fretboard, just, you know, doing their widdly diddly stuff with sweeps and whatnot. Uh, you, it would just sound all one note. It would just be 
jung, 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 like, you know, hitting your head against a wall, like metal, which isn't bad. Well, that's, uh, I mean, we're ones and zeros, right? We like ones. Yeah. And zeros. I, I enjoy ones and zeros next to the other <laughs> ones and zeros lover, but uh, two maybe, maybe a three. Yeah. And if you throw a five in there, I'm not going to complain well, too high. Oh, sorry. Um, but it's nice to see these guys experimenting all the way down, you know, to like the 12, 18, <laughs> mm-hmm. 20th fret. I don't know. Uh, but I think it, it needed it cause it would, it just would have been not too many ones and zeros, but it just would have sounded one note. And I think if they didn't have the solo, that six minute song would have felt like six minutes. Yeah. It wouldn't have broken. It didn't, it wouldn't have given you time to breathe. It just would have been like hitting your head with a frying pan over and over and over and over and over again. And you're just like, stop. I need oxygen. I, I need you to stop for like half a second. I need to let me breathe. Yeah. And then you're, but no. So I think this is your, your lifeline to from being like sucked into this portal of whatever they made. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I enjoyed them. I think it, I think the songs needed that freshness of solo and they're just terrific solos, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah, terrific solos. The 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 tonality on on the whole album, uh, you know, the 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 production is like phenomenal, mm-hmm. and they can pull it off live too. Like I I I uh, I, I clicked on a live, um, they performed to the Hellfire live, and they're they can all pull it off real like live really well like all those double those real fast double kicks like you were saying mm-hmm. and will i was watching will ramos's mouth when he was doing everything and he's it's very almost like comical the way that he has to because he pulls it off live really well too you know there's a bunch of layering you know in the recording because they can but he you know so he has to choose like either high or low at some parts but uh when like when he's a he when he's uh, articulating words, it's almost like he's opening up his mouth, a, like really crazy big and real, real like dramatic with his tongue and stuff. And it's it's just interesting to see how those noises are are actually achieved. Whereas like you know, because like in the music video, you're just you're you're not going to do that for the music video. You're you you know the way that he has to enunciate those things for the recording is different than like what you see on the. Like a you know when you're being filmed, it's you know it's gonna be whatever so, looks good on camera. Right, right, yeah. And uh, so, if there's any question about them not being able to pull this off live, uh, that answers it because they 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 do it they do it great. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I we've talked yeah. about the album. Now let's talk about the songs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great tag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I One of the things that I really liked just starting from the beginning for to the hellfire is that they, that they incorporated an acoustic guitar in there. Oh um, my word. I'm glad you at, mentioned it. Yeah. At the beginning and then towards like the bridge uh, right before the, right before like, the solo kicks in uh and i don't know how you think of stuff like that it's just it just fits so well and you know and and it's not just about the acoustic guitar but it's about the like the pad kind of spooky 
atmospheric things that they throw in there. Cause if it was like, if it was just get, if it was just acoustic guitar, it might feel empty, but you might not know what's missing. Like if they took those out of the recording, you'd be like, yeah, that's cool. But it's kind of like missing some kind of ghostly something in the background. So that, you know, their, their, their vision for every one of these songs is top notch. Yeah. And not to say they copied, because I don't want to say that, oh. but you're talking about using like a clean acoustic guitar in uh, in the beginning of songs or whatnot. And that's one thing I wrote down is they use the, that clean guitar intro reminded me of UABB, Upon a Burning Body. They do that all the time and I love it. It's Do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they do it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's with acoustic guitar, you're saying? Yes, with acoustic. I must not be listening to the same albums that you are. Cause I because I really like um It might red. be like it might be like two or three songs, but they still do it. And it okay. just the, the sound that they had on the guitar, it sounded a lot like a UABB. Okay. Uh, send, intro. Me, send me something later. Yeah, I will. Cause uh I really like Upon a Burning Upon a Burning Body, their their album um red, white, green, but I don't remember any of that happening. So it must be, I think that's the only album I, I know by them. Uh, so I, it, it send me something later and I will, I'll have to yeah. find it. Cause it's gonna, it will take me a second, but yeah, uh, no, you it, only have two seconds to find it. Later, oh, so. and shit. if you take any longer, I'm logging off and I'm not going to send you any more memes. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. I love you. I, I love you too. All I right. did send you that. I love you. You did. <laughs> People who share you, share new music with you, care about you or something like that. Yeah. I was like, love you, kiss your face. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, love you too. Exclamation, <laughs> like three exclamation points. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so was two the health out of the three was two the hellfire, like one of your favorites or I know there's, okay, there's only, favorites there's only three, three. So, and I enjoyed yeah. them all. Yeah, me too. But honestly, uh, of the abyss was my favorite. Me too. Oh, I'm glad to hear you say that. Why yeah. was it your favorite? Um, because it had kind of a little bit of everything. Like it had, and I, I have, I have a feeling I know why this is your favorite. And I feel like I almost every episode I have, I'm, I always put myself up to guess why you say something. Okay. Okay. So, is is it your favorite because there's a choir in there? Uh, yeah, I think that would fall under the big epic sound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I like it a lot because it's got like, it's got choir and the, and it's, it's like, it's that, it's got that. Like they should be dueling in, in the rain on a bridge. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Like a movie feel to it. Uh And and the, the melody for. Put this in the matrix Four. this is where it needs, this is, it needs to be like. Agent like Agent Smith and Neo fighting in the street in the heavy rain. I want that recreated, but with this song, mm-hmm. it needs yeah, it. Yeah, those like strings that like string melody. Da, do, da, da. It's like mm-hmm. it's like epic, but like uh, but uh, but like happy sounding, or like uplifting mm-hmm. also. But it's not like a. It's not. It doesn't feel like a. It's not like a major key, major key uh, song. 
really, but it like they turned a minor key happy. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's interesting, right? Yeah. It, it's unique. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, one of my other notes, so I have choir. Nice. And then I <laughs> have, uh, nice. uh, they use like a hollow snare. Like it, it didn't sound like it had a lot of that, uh, snary reverb or whatever it is. It was one, it's where they like a ring to it or something. Yeah. They have that, uh, there's that little paddle on the side where you can pull the the little snare coils away from the bottom of the snare Mm -hmm. and it gives you more of that doing type noise. And I think they, I think they use that, which is nice because, uh, you don't really hear that all that often in the metalcore scene. So that was cool. No, you don't. And then, uh, the fast screaming in the pre-chorus. Oh my word. We were, oh, just, yeah. we, were, we were just talking about how being able to cram words into a phrase. Uh, that's this song right here. Just, just cram all the words into the pre-chorus. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. It's big, epic. Uh, it should be in a movie or a video game where you're fighting a duel on a rainy bridge. There I said yeah, it. And, <laughs> there I said it. There. Yeah. And, and this one is giving me, I remember when you we were talking about Amber Glow, uh, the synesthesia where it makes me think of colors like this, this um, song is like blue to me, like a real nice, like, like a, like a Royal blue color mm-hmm. that I just get inside my head. And okay. it helps me remember things like to the hellfire is kind of like can i guess can i guess what color it is sure because i don't i don't have it i could i could name a color but i don't like see the color you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you know how my brain works like maybe you don't but i come up with like crazy explanations so yeah like words it's like word i could i could kind of see uh okay so if i was to there's two if i was two would it be like a red purple. Uh like a red one of purple. red red is one, but uh or for orange me, like brown. Oh like brown. a brownish. Maybe like a brownish orange. I could kind of see that. I don't know. Like I would yeah. say like a reddish purple. I'd, yeah. You know. But yeah, okay. And, cool. Yeah, and it's not like I see it in front of my eyes. It's just like I you know, like when you're daydreaming kind of like in your head, it just kinda it's like a little swimmy. Or if I see like the words on the on the screen, it's just like what colors I associate with it. But oh, that's cool. Yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't have it, so I don't. I, I don't. It's see hard it to describe. Way. Yeah, no, that's cool. All right, interesting. What about uh, and I return to nothingness, the title track. I liked it, but to be honest it felt a little too similar to of the abyss to me. Um, like yeah. that, that, that like da, 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 that of the abyss has the spooky synth. Yeah. Organ. Um, yeah. And return to nothingness. It, it sounded really similar to that melody. Um, mm-hmm. still a great song. Uh, but of the three, I think I like to the hellfire and of the abyss more than return to nothingness. Um, just, just because of how, you know, similar it, to me, it sounded for of the abyss. Yeah, I could get that. Like you can definitely, uh, tell the difference between to the hellfire 
or into the hellfire, sorry, into the hellfire end uh, of the abyss. If you were, if you play of the abyss and I return to nothingness back to back, it, they do sound very similar. Yeah. They almost, I mean, they almost could sound like one big epic song, which I wouldn't complain. No. Cause it's a great song, but I, I could see, I could see what you're saying there where it's not different enough to really stand out all that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, it's not only about the melody kind of being the same. It's, it's, it's like the same rhythm too. Mm-hmm. The, the way that they, so like of the abyss is like, da, 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 da. And then returning nothingness is basically the same thing. Da, 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 da. And it kind of like, ascends and descends the same way that of the abyss does yeah and uh it's like oh why don't they do that like they have the ability to not do that but they did do it <laughs> so all right it's like i was like yeah. eh. I, I you know it's I, I i i i not like i would skip it when listening to it i i would i would be listening to this ep for for you know in the future many many times um mm-hmm. This isn't going to be the last time I'm listening to it, but uh, yeah, that's just something that I noticed. Some similarities between songs. Nothing bad about that. Uh, what, bad. what would you uh, what would you rate it overall? Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. <clears throat> that's what I was thinking. I yeah. like that. Nine's a good number. Probably would have been higher just because of like what we just said that that. There's three songs, but one of them sounded very similar to the second one. If it mm-hmm. if they didn't have it at, at like as similar, I probably would have given it given it at least like a maybe like a nine and a half or a ten even. But yeah, nine, maybe nine even, is maybe still maybe even an eleven. Yeah, maybe an eleven. That, I mean, that that piggy demon squill uh, definitely was an entire like three points. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to a nine and a half. Okay. From an because you because for what the memes, you just said for the memes because because of the squeal because yeah. of the pig squeal that is so unique and yeah that deserves to bump it up yeah one just by itself yeah one other so nine and a half one other uh, just thing about that particular thing I was I was afraid we we're gonna like stay on that for too long but mm-hmm. I didn't I feel like we didn't talk about it enough now okay uh, have you ever heard of the YouTube channel Ten Second Songs. Uh, no. It's Vincent something another. So he did a he does like the special these special episodes where people will say like I bet you can't do this vocal line and they'll give him a song and like the second marker like the time marker of it and then he has to like uh kind of like sight read it where he'll listen to it and then he tries to replicate it just with no practice just kind of doing it. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, Lorna Shore into the Hellfire, you know the part. And he had never listened to the song before. So, like, it starts off with like the normal part where, you know, he's doing like the high pitch, like nasally going into like the low. And he's able to kind of replicate it. But he's like, this is like a new style of metal because he does more of uh, like the slipknot um, trivium. Uh, bleeding through style of uh, vocals. Whereas like this new style of screaming is very like guttural and can also be very nasally instead of like it being in like your throat 
style. It, it sounds like it comes from like your intestines <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so he's like trying to do it and then he's clicking through the song and he gets to that, that pig squeal and he was just like, what the heck? And he, he tried to like replicate it. It was all right. And he, and it wasn't perfect, but I wouldn't, it's hard. You know, I've, I've, I've even listened to, uh, I think my, one of my, the friend that said that she would let Will, uh, or he almost spit in her mouth, sent me a, like a TikTok or something of, uh, some female vocalist covering it. And she got close. She got really close, but it just wasn't, it didn't sound like a slaughterhouse. So it wasn't, it just wasn't right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, 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 this. it's, it's a one-time thing that's mm-hmm. so unique that I don't think they could, that anyone could ever replicate anything like that. Yeah. Um, since you're back on that, there is one thing I forgot to say about of the abyss. It's somewhere like halfway through, mm-hmm. you know, when they, cause like they do all those fast things and then they'll just like hit the snare and it like, and, and the, the, the uh, tempo of the song just changes, you know, and they slow yeah. down. Oh yeah. There's, there's a part where it's, it's kind of similar to that, like to the hellfire where he like, he like slows it down and then it, it's almost like he has something caught in his throat the way that he says it. it's like, <laughs> like, like the way that he says it. Yeah. I and I, I love part that part. Yeah. It's, I love good. that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just this EP and this vocalist there. It's like showcasing a new way of, of how you can approach these, these vocals and just like songs in general. And I feel like these guys with this release have like, created a new standard of what you should aspire to be when you're, when you're songwriting like this. Yeah. You want to be heavy. You got to at least meet this standard and that's that they raise the bar. It's like that yeah. whole, it's like a <laughs> shoot. Uh, it's like that meme that I think you shared with me where it's like uh, when a boy says that he, his style of music is heavy and he listens to falling in reverse yeah, like yeah. they just raise the standard from like falling in reverse to uh, what would be like a good substitute. Um, oh shoot, I don't even know. Like, oh, fuck. Um, I don't know, like Black Dahlia Murder or something. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, instead of Lorna Shore, I listen to Black Dahlia Murder, and the Black Dahlia yeah. Murder is heavy. Blocked. Yeah, <laughs> I listen to heavy stuff. Like Dolly Murder, blocked. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, come back to me when you listen to Lorna Shore. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say on this. I enjoyed both of them a lot. I wish there would have, I wish Lorna Shore would have been like a full release. That, although at the same time, I don't know if I would have been able to handle it. That's, that might have been too much. <laughs> Yeah, let's that's yeah, they need to ease us into that. Yeah, they're like, hey, this is our new this is what we're gonna sound like. What do you guys pre- think? Like prepare your buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Don't give me a heart attack too quick. Right. All right. Uh yeah, so I, that pretty much wraps up this episode of the Blackcast. Uh and we'll see you next week. See you later.